Hello again. This is Dr. Rob, and you are listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. There's a guy out there who is a real pain. Many of my patients talk about how he messes up their lives, makes it hard to do their daily tasks, and makes them feel very old. His name is Arthur. Arthritis. So, what about this guy, Arthur? Well, this podcast will focus on the most common type of arthritis, osteoarthritis, or degenerative arthritis. The word osteoarthritis comes from the Greek osteo, meaning bone, arthro, meaning joint, and itis, meaning inflammation, which is actually a little misleading because there really isn't inflammation in a lot of osteoarthritis, but we'll forgive the scientists for that one. Arthritis is a very big topic, so I'll cover the causes, risk factors, and symptoms of osteoarthritis in this podcast, and next week I'll discuss the prevention and treatment. In a future podcast, I'll cover the more severe but less common inflammatory kinds of arthritis, including rheumatoid arthritis. In order to discuss osteoarthritis, I first need to talk about the joints and bones. A joint is a place where two bones come together, such as your elbow or your knee. Your bones are covered with a thin, smooth substance called cartilage, and the joints are filled with a lubricant called synovial fluid. The cartilage and fluid keep the bones from rubbing against each other at the joints and wearing down. But in osteoarthritis, the cartilage gradually wears down, as does the lubricating ability of the synovial fluid. The joints get more narrow, and the bones in the joint space become deformed, resulting in pain and decreased movement. Sometimes the bones at the joint enlarge and develop outcroppings, commonly called bone spurs. Although osteoarthritis can affect most any joint, it most commonly affects the hands, knees, hips, and the spine. The symptoms depend on the joint affected, but generally include pain that occurs with movement, stiffness that occurs after inactivity, particularly in the morning, and it gets better within 30 minutes of use. Bone swelling, which is especially apparent on the hands, affecting the two joints closest to the ends of the fingers, pain in the bones around the joint when they're touched or pushed on, and a decreased range of motion. There are several things that point against a diagnosis of osteoarthritis. Joint pain that is not symmetric. Osteoarthritis usually affects both sides just about the same unless a joint suffered a significant injury earlier in life. Onset at a younger age. Symptomatic osteoarthritis usually happens over age 50, although it can show up a little earlier on x-rays. A sudden onset of pain and or swelling is uncommon in osteoarthritis, as is warmth or redness of the joint. See your doctor if you have any of these symptoms. Doctors used to believe that osteoarthritis was just a normal part of getting older, but that's not really true. Most people do get osteoarthritis as they get older, but getting older doesn't cause the osteoarthritis. There are a number of things that can predispose a person to getting osteoarthritis. A family history of osteoarthritis, obesity, which can predispose a person to getting it, especially in their knees, history of significant injury to a joint earlier in life, and participation in certain sports. Women are also more prone to serious osteoarthritis than men are, particularly in the hands and the knees. Now, I mentioned earlier that sports can make osteoarthritis worse. The association between arthritis and athletic activity is actually really complicated. One source I read said, quote, 
In various forms and degrees, exercise may prevent, cause, accelerate, or treat osteoarthritis. Got that? It's clear as mud. I don't get it either. The bottom line seems to be that people who are very active in sports, particularly contact sports, are at increased risk for arthritis. Specific sports can lead to a much higher rate of specific types of arthritis. For example, professional baseball pitchers are at a much higher risk of developing osteoarthritis of their throwing arm. The odd exception to this seems to be running, which does not appear to be associated with an increase in osteoarthritis at all. Again, clear as mud. So, what is the real cause of osteoarthritis? Well, there are a whole bunch of complicated explanations in the articles that I read. And let me tell you a secret. Whenever you see a bunch of real complicated explanations for something, it generally means that scientists still haven't figured it out to a degree that they can come up with a simple explanation for the rest of us. So, can anything be done to prevent osteoarthritis? Well, truthfully, I'd be on Oprah giving this talk if I had an easy answer to this. There are no magic pills or exercises yet. I hope they come up with one before I get too much arthritis getting older. Here are a few things that you can do to reduce your chance of getting osteoarthritis or reduce its severity should it happen. Number one, moderate exercise is probably helpful although there's no guarantee to prevent osteoarthritis. Number two, don't injure yourself. Being a klutz like me and breaking your arm body surfing while you're in Puerto Rico, pretending you're young is a bad thing, and it makes osteoarthritis much more likely. Number three, if your parents have bad arthritis, just get different ones who don't have osteoarthritis at all and preferably ones that don't die young of heart attacks. Number four, Keep your weight down. Obesity increases the risk of osteoarthritis in your knees. Number five, some studies show that people with osteoarthritis have a lower vitamin C and D consumption than those without. That may mean that a good intake of these vitamins could reduce your risk of developing osteoarthritis. Who knows? It's worth trying. That's as far as I'll go today. Next week, I'll tell you how to keep Arthur from causing you too much trouble in your life. If you have topics you want me to cover, send them to HouseCallDoctor at QuickAndDirtyTips.com or you can submit them to me on Twitter at HouseCallDoc or visit the fun frolics on my Facebook page, the HouseCallDoctor Facebook page. And don't forget about my blog, Musings of a Distractible Mind at Distractible.org. Let me once again remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of that weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. Catch you next time. Stay healthy. (music) 